Welcome to the New Earth Mavens podcast, where you're reminded to remember what you forgot that you've known all along. I'm Danny, and in this episode, I want to share some thoughts about resilience, what it is, and how important it is for us to have it in today's world. I'll share some useful insights and 10 great ways to build yours. Humans are naturally resilient. I used to think of the hard times people have gone through throughout history, but you know, they did get through it. Wars, famines, droughts, economic collapse have all been part of our human history from the get-go. I always used to admire these people. And today, you know, it's not so different. Today, there's war and droughts, famines around the corner, and holy crap, soon to be economic collapse. Except that this time, the people that are going through it aren't resilient. In fact, they're really, really fragile, particularly our males. Resilience is your ability to bounce back from setbacks that come out of nowhere. Everyone's level of resiliency is different, kind of like snowflakes. And there's four kinds of resilience. Here's my thoughts on each. Mental resilience is the ability to not go down a negative rabbit hole when it really wants you to. And to stay real about a situation that you're facing, to think clearly in high anxiety situations, these things contribute to mental resiliency. Emotional resiliency, in my opinion, is working through triggers without becoming inflamed and your ability to stay calm in the face of fierce opposition and being able to handle sadness without falling apart. Social resiliency I think about empaths when I think of social resiliency, especially these days. Empaths pick up on people's energies, and the energies are so intense now and pretty negative as a whole. I think it's really important for empaths to learn to manage their emotional resiliency, being aware of it all the time, because otherwise you're not going to want to leave the house. I know I feel this way. Everyone's feeling so intense these days. So as an empath, yeah, I think handling emotional resiliency would be great. And of course, emotional resiliency would also apply when people say negative things about you. It's going to happen. So you got to figure out a way you're going to get through it. Either stay off social media or just know that it's not even about you. When people say negative things, it's about their realizations that you're doing what they should be doing. Knowing that I think should help it along quite well. I think a real test of social resiliency these days is having a conversation with someone you would disagree with. The last of the resiliencies is the physical resiliency. The last couple of years should have really taught us what we're made out of. People being sick, getting over the sickness. And this sickness took a long time for some people. But I think a lot of us realize how much tougher we were than we thought. And I think some of us were also very surprised at our fragility. Life is unpredictable no matter how much you try to control it. That's just one of the aspects of it. For some, getting hit with a wrecking ball, like a life's wrecking ball, it can keep you from getting back up for a long time. And if you're stuck there, though, there are people who will help you stand back up again. It's really important to be able to stand back up again. And the longer you take, the further down you slide. So give yourself some time to deal with what you're experiencing. 
And as soon as you know it's bigger than you, you have somebody help you, okay? It's not worth living in misery when you don't need to. For other people, though, it's life continuously knocking at them. So they fall on their knee, then the other knee, and they try to get back up again, and then something else happens. And it's this continuous assault of bad things that happen that can really keep people on the ground. Try to stand up again. My heart goes out to you. I've experienced these things. It's not your whole life. It's just a part of your life where these things keep happening. And as I mentioned, there's something to be shown here. So you got to pay attention, especially if something keeps happening to you. But when you have too many stumbles down to your knees, we do lose our ability to cope. And that's when addiction and abuse, self-sabotage, all different kinds of things can happen to keep you distracted and to help quell the pain. This is where bad decisions live. But if you're resilient, you'll stop yourself short of making one. Understand hardship can make you more mentally strong and emotionally grounded. All of you listening, you know this is true. You know you've gone through something and you were stronger after. This happens to everyone. And it's your choice of how you're going to deal with it. It can also make you feel more emotionally grounded too when you get through something bad that builds your resilience. But if you're fragile and choose to stay that way, you're going to hide away from the world and avoid it at all costs. It might not seem like a wasted life at the time, but in the end, you'll recognize that it was. And if you avoid difficulty and hardship, you do stay inwardly soft and afraid of life. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. So let's talk about how to build resilience, shall we? I would say the number one thing is to set an intention to get through it. That's been my experience. First thing I do, I'm going to get through this. Somehow I will. And it's energetic. Intentions carry a lot of energy to them. And when you say them and mean them, it goes out into the field and it organizes to help you get through it. The second thing would be to take inventory of subconscious programming, hurting your resilience. Do you have old programs? We all do. Old childhood injuries and traumas. Look at it and name it. For example, this person called me stupid. So I was afraid to speak up my whole life. Do you know what? They were wrong about me. So this program does not work for me anymore. This cancels out the old programming and replaces it with new programming. I am intelligent and what I say, do and express is valuable to me and those I share it with. The old programming is untrue and no longer serves me. That's reprogramming and it allows for compassion and forgiveness too. It's so liberating. It's like the trifecta. You get resilience. You get compassion and you get forgiveness too. Just trace back why you think the way you do. So not only can you replace this old programming with a whole new perspective, you'll also develop new habits to go with it. And you'll start sharing more and being confident in what you express more and more each time until it's just the way you are. Isn't that terrific? Affirmations, good old affirmations. 
they help with new programming because of the repetition of saying them over and over again. Sticky notes work so well for that because our thoughts are always busy somewhere else. But as soon as I see a sticky note, I think of it. I say it. I think they really work. Third thing is give yourself a reality check. It's hard, but be honest with yourself. Sometimes we want something so badly, we'll jump in with both feet, assuming things about someone or a situation that aren't even real. But the disappointment is. Number four, what's going right in your life? You know, we tend to focus on all that's wrong when we've been hit with disappointment. And when that happens, it's good to count our blessings. It's really easy not to think about what's going right. We got to focus. When too much is going wrong, think about all you've got to be grateful for. You'll find stuff. We've talked about that in another podcast, but it'll stop the negative thinking and you'll shift your energy because now you feel gratitude. Number five, learn to trust yourself first by using your intuition and gut feelings, pausing before jumping in. No matter what someone tells you, your instincts are bang on. And they live in the gut, not in your mind, remember? So if your mind is screaming at you to do something, tell it to shut the fuck up and listen to your gut because it knows best. Your mind is dealing with ego and we know what a tangle that can be. Number six, think about what you learned the last time you were in such a situation. Did you learn anything? Or did you roll around on the ground, just moaning and complaining and pointing and kicking? That's victim mentality. You know that one. You know it doesn't belong. It, it doesn't know one any good. But do learn to call people out on their shit and believe in yourself more because you should. You're worth believing in. It's hard to find people to believe in you. You've got to do it, Okay. With every test comes opportunity for growth. Sometimes little, but sometimes really big opportunity for growth. Don't ignore it. It's only going to make your life better. Number seven, boundaries. They're great for building your resiliency. And and just because you can't see them doesn't mean you don't need them. There's opportunity to use them literally every day, but try to keep your ego out of it because they're boundaries, not walls. And if you do have walls, make the intention of lowering them as your awareness grows. This is an area where getting assistance can really be helpful too. I saw a counselor many years ago, and the stuff I learned about boundaries has been incredibly useful in my everyday world. Number eight, forgiving yourself. You didn't know. You weren't conscious. Forgiving yourself should be easy because we do a lot of things because of our lack of awareness. So once we've got it, you'll do better. Number nine, letting go. If the shame or resentment remains from something that shook your resilience, well, you're still a prisoner, aren't you? So letting go is hard. I get that. I know that one. I got that t-shirt. Time will be your friend. I understand that saying now. Time will be your friend. But visualizing, setting all negative feelings afloat and then burning them, that's one of my favorites. And it works for me really well too. Visualization that you put all of your negative feelings and thoughts in a garbage can and set it on a barge, push it off into the water 
in your mind, of course, right? Set it on fire. They're gone. Again, that's one of these neat little things that have worked for me in my life. And finally, number 10, getting back up. Take your time. Just don't stop. Keep one foot in front of the other. You can make great headway doing just that, but get back up. Don't waste your life. You're wiser this time around. So the next time it happens, will you stand up for yourself? Will you call people out for their shitty behavior? Will you employ ways to stay calm, like breathing? Will you remember your value? Will you believe in yourself? Will you exercise your boundaries this time? Will you stay real? No wishing, no pretending it's something it's not. If you think about these things before the next time, you may feel more prepared and more confident to deal with it. It's worth thinking about. As I've said many times already for such a short-lived podcast, life happens for you and not to you. So seek out the lesson. There's always a lesson. I promise you there is always a lesson. People come into your life to teach you things. Nice people, but mostly shitty people teach you the most. I want you to know too that you're stronger than you know. Bob Marley, remember Bob? Yeah, we love Bob. He says, you don't know how strong you are until you need to be. Whoa, he's right about that. That's when we find out what we're really made out of. I found I was much stronger than I thought I was. Quite a revelation, but it's impacted my life so that I'm inwardly strong now. It's pretty amazing. Resilience facilitates transformation. A lot of times transformation happens because of adversity. I think resilience is the bridge between failure and success. It's being able to get back up again after a failure that you think is monumental. None of them are. And you're where you're supposed to be. Right now, right here, everything that's going on. Do you remember the Desiderata? It's one of my favorites. There's a line that says, the universe unfolds as it should. No matter what, the universe is guiding you towards your destiny, toward what you came here to fulfill, and to understand, to overcome. It might not seem like it at the time, but guidance is always happening 24-7. And if being all alone shakes your resilience, having faith in a divine, loving intelligence that always has your back will ensure you never feel alone. In fact, you'll experience grace, which might feel like a holiday for your weary soul. Just ask for it from your heart. It's all you have to do. Grace comes in many forms, but there'll be no mistaking it. It might come as understanding your circumstances better or even the acceptance of it. Perhaps feeling the cooling of the fire in your pounding heart. Some feel being enveloped in love or a feeling of peace within where there was none at all. Grace comes to anyone who asks from the heart. You know that life is going to bite you now and again. Nobody's except. And the more you run from it, the more fragile you become. Be confident that you'll know how to deal with whatever comes your way. And you will. I've recently experienced my own need for resilience. 
when my co-host and I had a creative conflict that we couldn't resolve. It's sad. I miss her every day, but I know she'll do great with her own projects. And I was rattled for several days, but I knew I couldn't stop. Most podcasts don't make it past the seventh episode. And this one is the eighth. This is my calling. It's an actual calling, not a dream. So I can't stop. I've worked my whole life to get here. I'll stop if I get canceled. If I get canceled, I'll just go kayaking. This content I share with you comes from my experiences and it's written from my heart. I had a divine experience when I was eight. And I've spent my life paying attention and learning lessons that I knew would be helpful and I would share one day. That story is for another day, but it's a good one. There are so many stories. I hope sharing them will make a difference for you. I love creating the podcast and producing it. And I look forward to building relationships with all of you who are enjoying it. So a little something about me. I'm a hardcore introvert, extroverted introvert. So, holy crap. So I'm just confused. I'm, I don't know whether to go out or stay in. I want to stick my neck out, but I'm incredibly private. You know, but the thing is, is that at the end of the day, it will hurt me more to not do this than if I just play it safe. So here we go. But as an older person, it's just not something my generation did. It seems so braggadocious. And it still is, but people are so cool with it now and they just wear it like a badge. Look at me, look at me, look at me. (laughs) It's an energy. Anyways, I'll find my way. I will. So listen, I'll be changing the artwork for the podcast, but you'll be able to recognize it. It will look really similar and I'll have an Instagram up and running pretty soon. And so we can interact there. There's so much I want to do. There's so much I want to share. I intend to do some YouTube as well. So, hey, if you've caught more than one episode of the New Earth Mavens podcast, thank you. Thank you so much. And if it's been helpful, well, I am just so delighted. I'll keep uploading Friday evenings so you'll have the weekend to think about all the cool content that you've just heard. So until next time. Remember, you're stronger than you know. Stay resilient, my friends. You've got this.